Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you're listening to this. This is Two Cents Worth. I am your host, Ryan Faber. Welcome to the show. If you've been following along and been listening to the episodes about a year ago, uh, my family and I had to put down our dog of 14 years, Bronx. Um, and a couple months later, we adopted our dog, Decker. Um, he, at the time, was a nine-month-old lab mix, and now he is over one year old, and he will be two in September. Uh, I wanted to give an update on it and, uh, you know, some of my thoughts on him as a dog and a family pet, as well as, um, you know, the joys of adopting versus getting a puppy, and... Um, you know, kind of everything in between. So again, a little over a year ago, we put our dog down Bronx, uh, Jack Russell Terrier, crazy animal. If you knew him, you know, he was crazy, but he loved our family. And to me, that's, that's what's important. Um, absolutely wild type dog, but, um, his health declined very quickly, had diabetes, um, age, Everything else, so you know, it was time for us to put him down. And I saw a thing the other day, um, and you never really think of it at that. Think of this, think of it like this, right? Um, I saw a quote when it it was in regard to putting animals down. And everything and it was like, "You will remember me longer than you knew me." I was like, "Wow, that's." Very profound, sad, but true, right? So we had him for 14 years, but um, I'm going to remember the dog longer than 14 years, that's for sure. The one thing I was thinking about when I was preparing for this podcast was I was, you know, I wonder what will the boys remember him as long as he was alive or longer than he was alive, right? Because I remember when I was a kid, you know, we had... We had dogs and everything, and I vividly remember them at this point in my life. Um, and my boys are about the same age as I was when my dog, Taffy, um, was put down and so or, or passed away. I'm not sure. Again, vividly remember, right? And at the time of Bronx's passing, Harrison, who's now six, but at the time was four going to be five and nolan was eight so nolan might remember more of bronx than than harrison but harrison at four years old uh you know his memory right now of bronx is basically of an, an older dog that didn't really play um and now um uh, it is you know we're at a point to where we're a year plus later and um you know, I think a lot of the memories for Nolan and Harrison are just pictures or videos that I might have on my phone. And so it would be very interesting to see if they remember him as long as or longer than he was alive. I know I will. Obviously, he was my first dog with Lindsay and, and our family. Um, so he will always uh, be remembered and missed. And, you know, 
there was one one of the biggest things of getting Decker or even looking to get a dog was I told Lindsay a couple months had passed since Bronx had gone and everything and I was like I'm someone that likes and not wants but more so needs a dog I like having that and and that companionship when you know I work from home quite a bit so you know I'm the only one in the house having him around um knowing when we come home he's there you know to greet us and everything it makes me feel good i i love having a dog i love having a pet and you know that was one of our big reasons and i wanted a lab something that an animal a dog that you know was very good with families that could be trained quite easily hopefully right you never know um and thankfully, we found him, and we adopted him from a, a called Windy Ridge Rescue down in South Carolina, about from where we live in Charlotte. It was about a two-hour drive, um, and he's been wonderful. We're his third family, and you know that was another thing that came as a surprise to us when we went and, and adopted him. We thought maybe it was just the first family, had to give him up. We're his third family, so... For me as well, from an emotional perspective, I was like, well, I really want to make sure that we give this dog his best life because at nine months old, we're already his third family. He probably has no idea what's really going on. So from a tenured perspective already, we've had him longer than his two previous families. Um, But he's fit in so well, and he fits in well with the madness that goes on in our house. If you've ever come to our house, you know, Thankfully, our children are, are very well behaved, but if you've ever kind of just been a fly on the wall, like just like any house that has kids, like it's a fucking madhouse and he's still in the puppy phase, right? He's only, he's going to be two in September. He's still in a puppy phase. And so, you know, he fits in well with the absolute insanity that goes on inside of our household with our children running around with, you know, being loud and everything. And then he also fits in with the office lifestyle that I have here at the house or when Lindsay works from home and I go into the office. For instance, this morning, right, he is just laying on the couch. That's what he's doing. He's waiting for um, everyone to get up. He And he's just... That's that's his mode that he's in. And, and then when I work throughout the day, I, I work upstairs in our house and there is a couch that is in our living room that faces the front of the house. He just lays on that couch all day long. There are time, I'll come down for lunch, and there are times where he doesn't even get off that couch. And I'll have my lunch, and I'll go back up, and I'll go back to work, and he's just there. So from a, from a work perspective, he's also great. He can be left alone. He can chill, and he waits for the boys and Lindsay to come home or vice versa, me to come home. And then, you know, it's family time again. And so... You know, he's fit in quite well with our schedule, with our routine, with just the way that our house operates. And that's been a huge blessing because you never know what you're going to get when you adopt a dog, right? You don't know what type of potential trauma they've gone through, if they're going to have separation anxiety, if they're going to have outbursts, anything like that, right? And a year in, he's he's been wonderful. Now, we did our due diligence and we trained, we, we hired a trainer and we, we had him come one to... Once or twice every single week for probably the first two months. 
And then anytime we would go on vacation for the first couple months, we would have Decker go to him. And so he would do some extra training with him as well. And so we really kind of put that effort in to ensure that we were going to create a great environment, not only for Decker, but for ourselves as well and for our kids. And he's fit in great. Now, there are times where he might get a little rough. He's 80 pounds, right? So he might get a little rough with the kids. And more often than not, that comes down to them just ignoring him, right? I mean, most mornings when they're up, you know, they're just like most people, right? They, they take a little bit to kind of wake themselves up and everything. But Decker sees them and he's like, well, I've been up for a couple hours because dad gets up at four o'clock in the morning. And so I've been up waiting for you guys to get up. It's playtime. And they're like more of like, no, I want to relax. I want to do my own thing. I want to kind of wake myself up. And so there, there are times where he, you know, he'll still kind of nip at them and everything. And we're working through that and, and you know, kind of trying to change that behavior. But he, overall, very good listener. He's been a great dog, a great addition to the house. And uh, just really pleased with being able to find him and give him the home that he deserves, right? And I think that's always important when you're looking at, if you're ever looking to adopt a dog or rescue or whatever, you know, um, however you want to put it, you know, that's, that's the important thing or any animal, let's not say a dog, but any animal, you know, you want to put them in a, in a situation that they can thrive and, and be the animal that they deserve and have the life that they deserve. Um, and we've been able to do that and I'm, I'm so happy. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for our family that he fits in so well. And it's great because, you know, even at 80 pounds, Lindsay is able to go and take him on a walk. Nolan will go and take him on a walk with Lindsay or I kind of as, you know, there to just ensure that he doesn't like drag him down the street if he sees a squirrel or anything like that. Because again, he's still excitable. He's still a puppy, not even two years old yet. He's got a lot of that energy. But to be able to even allow my nine-year-old to go and hold the leash and walk the dog and the dog to be able to, to understand that is fantastic. And, you know, it's just worked out so well in our favor. We certainly lucked out and... You know, I would suggest, obviously, if you're looking to adopt or rescue a dog in the Charlotte or the North or South Carolina area or even Georgia, look in at Windy Ridge Rescue. Um, fantastic people to work with. And um, they always have the need for either fosters, adoption, dogs, cats. Um, and they're, they do a really good job of ensuring that, you know, you're the right family for the, for the animal and that they're not just going to go and place the animal with anybody and they do their due diligence and it's a fantastic organization. So highly suggest you, if you're looking to adopt or rescue, right, to do that. Um, but I wanted to give this update because on July 10th, it was Decker's what, and I didn't know this, Lindsay, Lindsay told me this, I did not know there was such a thing as a gotcha day, but that's what it is called when you would adopt or rescue an animal, it is their gotcha day. So it was a year ago on July 10th that we got Decker, and so we celebrated his gotcha day, it was on our calendar downstairs in the kitchen, Lindsay had it all written out and everything, and um, you know, that's been something nice to, to see as well. I love my wife, she didn't grow up with dogs, to see her um, grow and appreciate Decker and really um, grasp a hold of him being a part of our family and, and create a routine with him as well. I walk him in the morning. She walks him at night most of the time. And we didn't have that with Bronx. You know, I'll be very honest with, with you all as listeners, if you don't know, and Lindsay would probably 
say this as well. Bronx was my dog. Though we got him when we were together, Bronx was my dog. Um, more often than not, my responsibility. Anytime he was bad, he was my dog. All those things, right? So um, this time, Decker is our family's dog. And it's it's been nice to see that it wasn't just, well, we got the dog because Ryan wanted the dog. Um, the kids play with him, not as much as I want. Uh, sometimes they do ignore him and he, that's like I said, he nips at him and everything, but you know, they're kids too. So they don't always want to play with the dog. They want to go and do their own thing. But at the same time, he sees them as his best friends. Like if I was to say in our household who Decker, um, views as like an equal, it's Nolan. Like he sleeps in Nolan's bed. He always wants to play with Nolan. He wants to play with Harrison, but it's usually when Nolan either isn't around or Nolan Nolan's ignoring him and Harrison's available, right? But Nolan is usually the first of the two children that he always goes to. Like I said, he sleeps in his bed. Um, that's his best bud, right? So it's nice to see that as well. Um, you know, I know as I, as a kid, I always wanted a dog like that. And when I was growing up, our dogs were always best friend you know looked at as my at my dad as like their best friend and then it, it was just kind of us as the kids and everything and they would play with us and everything but you know um in this situation decker's really you know clung on to to nolan and nolan for the most part reciprocates that as well you know obviously as a kid he wants to do his own thing and he's like oh, i don't want to go in the backyard because all he's going to want to do is play and i want to play soccer or whatever else and it's like dude play with him for 10 minutes and he'll get bored and then you can do whatever you want, right? Like throw the ball with Decker for 10 minutes and the dog is good. He just wants to burn off some energy, but really great to see that, um, it, it, with him and Decker and our entire family, just that everyone has really grabbed a hold of him and said, you know, Hey, this is our family dog and it's great. And the neighbors love him. He's such a friendly dog. Um, which, you know, you worry about as well is you know you you read the description of these these animals on on these sites you know from from a rescue perspective and you're like okay um you know i they say they're great with other kids so they say they're great with other animals are they really or are they just you know unfortunately i don't know but do they say that just to try and get the dog or, or pet a new family this case not not at all decker loves all dogs that he sees he loves all people that's some of the stuff that we train them on and as well as when we're walking. It's like, dude, not everybody wants an 80-pound dog coming up to them and, and wanting to, to be their friend. So we work on that as well. Anytime that we have someone walk down the street, I make sure that he sits and he heals right next to me. And we usually get such you know great compliments of how well-behaved he is and everything. And I'm like, well, that's what we wanted, right? Because our previous dog was an absolute wild animal um, for all the right and wrong reasons. Uh but it's been fantastic, and it's been over now over a year, eleven days uh, or ten days, whatever it is, over uh, over the year that we've had Decker, and he's been a wonderful addition to our family. And this is going to be a short one. I think we're only fifteen minutes in or so, but I would suggest that you know if you're ever looking to add a, a dog or a cat or to your family, yes, having puppies is great. I think um, you know it. Getting a puppy would be wonderful. It's a great experience. It's a tough experience. I've gone now through having two children and raising a puppy with Bronx 14 years ago. Um, I would 
now from a go forth perspective, probably just adopt dogs. Um, puppy phase is great, but it is a lot of work. And with our crazy schedules, a lot of work is something that sometimes we just really don't have the time for. It's nice to be able to leave Decker alone for hours and know that he's going to be fine. He's not going to need to go to the bathroom and use the bathroom. He does a great job of holding his bladder and everything. And just a wonderful dog. I would suggest that if you are looking to add a pet to your family, to go and look at that route as well. There are plenty of animals that need homes. Um, I am now a true advocate of it. I think it's fantastic to give an animal a second, or in this case, a third chance, and let them shine and, and thrive in their environment and, and be the animal that they deserve and have the life that they deserve. And, you know, I know, and hopefully I don't have to deal with this for a very, very long time, but I know that I definitely will remember Decker longer than I've known him, just like Bronx. And so um, very happy with how everything has turned out. He's been with us over a year now. He's fantastic. We love him. I tell him all the time, thank you. You I whisper it in his ear. I tell him, thank you, buddy. I'm like, thank you for being such a good dog. Thank you for, um, for me, helping me get over Bronx's passing. Um, So, you know. It's, it's great, and I know he doesn't know what I'm saying, but he can he reciprocates the love that we give him, right? So I'll, I'll give him a hug, and then he'll, like, nudge his head on mine and then, you know, lick my face or whatever, which is kind of gross. But, um, you know, showing the appreciation and the love back to us, which has been fantastic. So I highly suggest adopting or rescuing if you have the opportunity to do so. Um, it's a great thing to do for the animals as, and... I also suggest that do your due diligence, find a good rescue company, um, find the right type of dog, right? We were looking for a lab. He fit the mold. He is a lab mix. He has basically every big dog you can imagine in him. He, he's got, he's 40% lab, 18% golden retriever. Then it's like pit bull, German shepherd, husky, chow chow, like basically any big dog somehow is bred through his line so uh, but mostly uh re- lab or retriever you know labrador retriever or golden retriever is basically the majority of what his bloodline is so uh, fantastic dog if you haven't seen decker there's pictures on my instagram or facebook ryan dr is my instagram but um that's uh that's our update for today i hope you enjoyed the podcast as always drop us a like share it let me know that you're listening Um, I appreciate all of the support. And as I mentioned, for this grouping of episodes, we will be getting guests on, um, trying to lock down some people, some neighbors, some other friends and and whatnot for the upcoming episodes. But for today, it was an update on Decker. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening. As always, that's my two cents worth on the subject of rescuing animal and, and the update that we have today. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you.